Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, Prince Andrew pays up. The Duke of York reaches a settlement in his civil sex abuse case. Ukraine on a knife's edge. Russia says it's pulling back troops. The US says an invasion is coming. Novak Djokovic breaks his silence and doubles down on vaccination. A bus collides with a car in Sydney. Three people taken to hospital. And teenage figure skater Camilla Valieva goes for gold amid a doping scandal. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. We begin with breaking news. There's been a surprise development in the Prince Andrew sex abuse case. Let's go straight to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld in London now. Good morning, Hugh. The Prince has reached a settlement with his accuser. Morning, Jody. After previously denying he'd ever met Virginia Giffray, the Prince is now paying her and her victims' rights charity an undisclosed substantial uh, payment or donation. Now, the speculation is that that is anywhere between 15 and $25 million, although we may never know because many of the details in this settlement in principle are confidential. Prince Andrew was due to be deposed by lawyers in a fortnight. The civil trial was due to go ahead in September, where Virginia Giffray would accuse the Duke of rape and abuse. Those allegations Prince Andrew has always denied, of course. Uh, papers have been filed in a court in New York, and they say that Prince Andrew never intended to malign Virginia Giffray's character and accepts she suffered abuse. Now, that is after Prince Andrew's lawyers earlier in this saga accused her of chasing another payday. We have some key extracts from this statement that has has been made public. It says it is known that Jeffrey Epstein trafficked countless of young girls over many years. Prince Andrew regrets his association with Epstein and commends the bravery of Ms. Jeffrey and other survivors in standing up for themselves and others. He pledges to demonstrate his regret for his association with Epstein by supporting the fight against the evils of sex trafficking and by supporting its victims. Now, those words would have been poured over by both sets of lawyers and agreed to by both Virginia Giffray and Prince Andrew as well. Importantly, though, in that statement, there are acknowledgements from Prince Andrew, but certainly no admissions. Jeffrey Epstein, of course, a convicted pedophile. His girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, a convicted uh, sex trafficker. Both, uh, or both were friends of Prince Andrew. Keep in mind, though, too, that the Duke of York uh, is wanted for questioning by the FBI. He's a person of interest in their ongoing investigation into Jeffrey Epstein. 
2015. And it would appear that that is not affected by this uh, settlement in principle with Virginia Giffray. From Buckingham Palace, we don't have any official statement at this stage, but we're advised that there is no change from uh, the news we got last month that Prince Andrew will no longer be able to use his uh, HRH title, his Royal Highness title, or any of his patronages going forward. So it would appear, despite this news, there is no path back uh, to royal life for Prince Andrew. Uh, from uh, one of the lawyers representing Jeffrey Epstein's victims, uh, she in New York has said that this is a victory for Virginia Giffray. It is not finalised just yet. They do need to make sure that Virginia Giffray actually gets the money, whatever amount it is, and that all has to be finalised within the next 30 days. Jody. Okay, Hugh Whitfeld in London, thank you. To more breaking news now, there's hope this morning that Russia is stepping back from the brink of war with Ukraine. The country's defence ministry has announced plans to withdraw some of its troops from the border. Vladimir Putin insisting he does not want a war in Europe. But the announcement has been met with scepticism from world leaders. And US intelligence predicts a Russian invasion will begin at midday Australian time. Let's go live now to Europe correspondent Sarah Greenolch in Lviv. Good morning, Sarah. The world is waiting to see what Russia will do next. Jody, good morning. It certainly is, as it has now been very cautiously uh, for the past couple of weeks. Ambiguity has been central to Vladimir Putin's strategy thus far when it comes to this crisis, and that is certainly continuing with Moscow sending very mixed messages today, releasing more video, again, as it has been for several weeks, of artillery drills happening in annexed Crimea, but at the same time releasing another video showing what it says is evidence of its troops packing up, leaving training, heading off uh, back to their bases away from Ukraine's border. Following a press conference, uh, following a meeting rather with Germany's, cha Germany's Chancellor today, Vladimir Putin held a press conference where he did say that he wants to keep talking to the West about his security issues and he doesn't want to go to war. The response from Ukraine's foreign minister has been, we will see it when we believe it, uh, well, we will believe it rather when we see it, and that has been echoed by NATO. There are signs from Moscow that uh, diplomacy should continue. This gives grounds for cautious optimism. But so far, we have not seen any sign of de-escalation on the ground. Now, there have been reports over the past several days that U.S. intelligence flagged the 16th of February, that is tomorrow our time here, as a possible day for a Russian attack. They say that one of the precursors for an invasion could be cyber attacks. This evening, local time here in Ukraine, two of the biggest state-owned banks have been hit by hackers, as have uh, the websites of the armed forces and the Ministry of Defence. That is naturally adding to people's anxieties here, even for the most part. Uh, even though for the most part people have been calm, that is naturally causing some tension. This has also been affecting uh, global oil prices. They rose to a seven-year high yesterday. They have fallen today after that news that Russia said it would be pulling back its troops. So that is hopefully, Jody, some good news for people there in Australia when it comes to fuel prices. Fingers crossed. OK, Sarah Greenholch, thank you. Tennis world number one Novak Djokovic has given a bombshell interview saying his freedom to decline a COVID vaccine is more important to him than winning more championships. The 43-year-old broke his silence in the wake of his Australian Open deportation drama. One of the consequences of my decision was not going to Australia and I was prepared not to go. 
And I understand that not being vaccinated today, I, you know, I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments. The principles of uh, decision-making on my body uh, are more important than any title. The Serb insists it's a misconception to think he's part of the anti-vax movement and he hasn't ruled out getting a shot. It's been revealed stood aside Education Minister Alan Tudge could be sacked from Parliament ahead of the next election. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. The Prime Minister's office is denying this report. It certainly is, Jody. This good morning, saying no decision on Mr. Tudge's future has been made. Prime Minister Scott Morrison ordered an inquiry into Mr. Tudge's relationship with his former staffer, Rochelle Miller, who in December accused him of emotional and physical abuse. Mr. Tudge has denied these allegations, but the pair have admitted to being in an extramarital affair. But now new reports have surfaced claiming Mr. Tudge sought to promote Ms. Miller into a senior advisory role while they're in an undisclosed relationship, which would be a breach of the ministerial code of conduct and would lead to his dismissal as a minister. Scott Morrison's office insists no decision has been made yet and the contents of the report are still being reviewed. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. Three men are lucky to be alive after a bus smashed into a car in Sydney's CBD overnight. The force of the collision sent the bus careering into a tree and the Mazda into a building. Two people in the car were taken to hospital along with the bus driver, all in a stable condition. Luckily, there were no passengers on the bus. Thousands of nurses and midwives in New South Wales are returning to work this morning after a historic statewide strike. At least 5,000 marched on state parliament protesting over low pay and poor staffing conditions. The nurses' union could be fined due to an 11th hour ruling from the Industrial Relations Commission which deemed the strike illegal. A woman has been seriously injured after she was struck by two underage riders on an e-scooter in Melbourne. The 72-year-old was knocked to the ground, stepping out of a laneway and suffered a suspected broken hip. She had to wait more than an hour for paramedics to arrive. The two riders didn't have helmets on and they were using the scooter on a footpath, which is illegal. The AFL has revealed the staggering cost of keeping the game alive in 2021, posting a $43 million loss. That's almost double that of the previous year of the pandemic, but the league's chairman described the result as resilient. Millions were spent on testing, flying teams interstate on chartered planes and setting up hubs. The grand final bonanza in Perth helped offset some of the financial pain, revenue increasing to $738 million. A heartbroken veteran has appealed for the safe return of a puppy stolen from his farm north of Sydney. The Australian Shepherd pup was snatched from the property at night. It's very disappointing. We're, we're pretty uh, devastated about it. And, but we are quite hopeful that um, there's enough awareness about it that they're just going to hand this dog in somewhere. Veteran Luke Evans created the Dog Rescue Centre three years ago as a way to help combat PTSD. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down 214 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords finished the day lower, as did the ASX 200, down 37 points. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,851 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 92 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.39 US cents, 82.5 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The Queen has carried out her first official engagement since her coronavirus scare, holding two virtual audiences from Windsor Castle. Her Majesty met the Estonian and Spanish ambassadors during the video calls. There's been growing concern over the Queen's health after she met Prince Charles two days before he tested positive to COVID. It was confirmed yesterday Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall, has also tested positive. We've been given a unique glimpse into some of the damage at Japan's Fukushima nuclear plant, a remote-controlled robot capturing images of what appears to be melted nuclear fuel underwater. Scientists are using the camera to map out the reactors after the deadly 2011 earthquake and tsunami. About 900 tonnes of nuclear fuel remain inside the plant's three reactors and officials predict it will take 30 to 40 years to remove. Our biggest banks are handing out cash to customers, reimbursing those who didn't get what they paid for when receiving financial advice. But there's concern many don't know they're eligible for thousands of dollars in compensation. The latest twist in the Banking Royal Commission. Billions of dollars on offer to millions of Australians. Customers of our biggest financial institutions are being offered refunds plus interest. Compensation for incorrect advice or fees paid when no service was provided. When mistakes are made, it can have serious implications on what happens to the person's wealth down the track, particularly when they retire. Mostly superannuation customers upsold financial advice sessions. These customers either were charged an annual fee for financial advice they never received, or in some cases, uh, financial advice they did receive, but which was not compliant. They just didn't seem to know enough and I probably should have left earlier. Terry Bowen received a refund of $4,400 from Westpac for paying fees without adequate service. It was better than nothing, wasn't it? Um, I certainly don't think that I got enough money back, but then I can't complain. Analysts believe much of the $3 billion on offer is still to be claimed by people who never open their letters, are yet to take action, and by those the banks are unable to track down. Anyone who was a customer of these six banks in the period from 2009 right through to probably 2020 should have a look at whether they're owed money. Liam Tapper, 7 News. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. To sport now, teenage figure skating sensation Camilla Valieva has qualified first in the women's free skating event at the Beijing Winter Olympics just days after testing positive to performance-enhancing drugs. No matter what happens in tomorrow's final, she won't be awarded a medal until an investigation is complete. Australian Kailani Crane finished 29th, stumbling on her first jump and only rotating twice instead of the required three times for a certain trick. Australia have swept the touring Sri Lankans in the T20 series after a commanding six-wicket win. After a poor outing in their previous match, speedster Kane Richardson rebounded to claim three wickets for just 21 runs. Mitchell Stark bowled one of the wildest deliveries of the summer. Oh, wow. No ball, free hit, four, not much else to say. Glenn Maxwell showed his muscles, top scoring with 39 as Australia wrapped up the game with three overs to spare. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs over Western Australia, the top end, Western New South Wales, Victoria and Eastern South Australia should bring showers and storms. Onshore winds should cause showers over Eastern Queensland and far North Queensland. A front may bring showers to Tasmania, mostly settled in southern WA with a ridge. Around the capitals today, a possible shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 28 degrees. Partly cloudy, 28 as well in Sydney. Canberra mostly sunny, heading for 30. Melbourne, a possible late shower, a top of 27. Partly cloudy, 25 in Hobart today. A shower or two, 25 the top in Adelaide. Very hot and sunny in Perth, 38 degrees. And a shower or two and a possible storm, 34 the top in Darwin. 